Hello! Welcome back to the Chilled Society. My name is Hannah. We have a special guest today. <laughs> Katie's going through it. Would you like to introduce yourself, special guest? Go for it. Hi, I'm Dustin. I'm here again. It's yeah, me again. Yeah, it's Dustin. Woo, it's me again. Woo! Here I am. Hi, I'm moving my laptop. It me, Katie. Great. <laughs> it, it is indeed Katie. With a glass of water. Dustin 2 Electric Boogaloo. Dustin 2 Electric Boogaloo. Um, Dustin and I are both drinking G Fuel. I have the Tiny Tina flavor. Dustin has Ice Shatter, the one one of the Mortal Kombat flavors. Blueberry lemon, specifically. Yes. And like earlier stated, I have water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One Woo. of these days we'll get Katie to have a G Fuel on the podcast. I don't think that, I don't know if that's going to happen. We always record we'll so late. Yeah, true. Very true. <laughs> do, be, do be late at night. It do be like that sometimes. It is 10.20. Yeah, and we just started recording. Katie's literally been here for like five hours. Yeah. yeah. You know. That's the usual. Oh. Yeah. Um, so we do kind of have a set topic in mind for today because there's, compared to what we talk about on the podcast, there's not a lot of crossover appeal for Dustin. No, not at all. Because Dustin does not listen to K-pop. Nope. <laughs> like, <laughs> Dustin does not read. Not at all. <laughs> so where does that leave us? Not a whole lot. So now we're doing video games, potentially, kind of. Something about video games, I don't know. It, they exist. They, they do exist. They do exist. Um, it might end up going completely off the rails. As, as, this, it, as this podcast usually does. Yes, yes. I beat you to it. Thank ah. you. Thanks. You're Thanks. welcome. Um, I don't remember what I was going to say. It's gone. I'm not in your head. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, I don't know either. Great. Great. Sweet. I'm glad we figured that one out. <laughs> I'm like nervous. Don't. I know. I, li- I literally. I'm sorry. Don't. <laughs> yeah, have you tried not? Like literally, I wasn't helpful. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> literally been dating Dustin for four years. He's already been on the podcast. Indeed. And yeah, I'm somehow nervous to do this. How are you nervous? But I'm not. I'm the special guest. You do this like every week. I don't know. How are you the nervous? Sometimes one? I get nervous when we have guests on. This is episode like 31 or something. Don't yeah. Be, don't be nervous. I won't be off the rails. Mm. I will. We'll, we'll, we'll we might it. pull you off. I mean, like, yeah. Like, physically force you off the rails. Like, just yeah, push me. We're just gonna... Okay. What is going on? Are you okay? I'm uncomfortable. Katie is okay. assuming some sort of Weird. bird fighting stance. I'm not really sure what's happening. I'm so uncozy. Okay, you readjust. Let's move the table out no, a little bit. No, fine. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, everything is creaking and squeaking. Right, yes. This is what we're doing now. That's okay. fine. Katie, for the remainder of the episode, will be in a bird, bird fighting, fighting stance. stance. No, Yay! I'll, pro- I'll probably move again. Okay. That's fair. Great. You should have got comfy cozy before we started. There, it doesn't exist. Oh, comfy okay. cozy? No, <laughs> nope. Unless I'm on the floor. Yeah. It doesn't exist. Yeah. That's, it's, a, it's a gay thing. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't know. Nope. I know. Nope. Wouldn't we were know. talking about this before the podcast started. We were. For gay some, culture, you know? For some reason, I gotta be on the floor. Yeah. I gotta. It's a thing. It is. I can't say that I've gotta be on the floor. Or I have to Are sit in... Are you more comfortable on chairs? Yes. Mm, that's weird. Or well, I have to sit in, like, a weird position. The only time I sit normally is when we're recording. Like... Well, I sit Indian style most of the time. Not. 
like I sit Indian style most of the time. I don't really like sitting like normal, like sitting with your legs straight in front of you. Yeah. I kind of, I usually do like a half Indian style. Like I'll sit on my one foot. Yeah. With my one See, leg. I do that, but then my foot goes numb. I just forget about it. <laughs> Great. I just sit on my foot Great. and forget about it. I'm glad. Um, See, already off the rails. Yeah. We're talking about sitting styles now and how it's a part of gay culture. <laughs> it is. Um, video games, right? Video games. I have no script. Yeah. I'm going completely blind, just like they yeah. are. Oh, yeah. See, that's the thing. We don't script. We just plan a topic and then we go. Yeah, like... We might do research depending on what it is. Then we just go. Yeah, like the last time I came on, I had like a whole thing I was reading. I had a whole note sheet in front of me. I don't have anything for this. Yeah. So... We're um, back to sitting normal, by the way. Katie is yeah. no longer in the fighting bird stance. <laughs> Woo! Um, so I'm going to start off by saying that... Okay, so first of all, if my mom watches this or listens to this, she's going to be disappointed in me. That's I'm okay. getting a video game half-sleeve, right? And that that's how I'm going to start this. It's I, My main focus is Pokemon, which I still need to email Aaliyah and let her know what Pokemon I need. Yes. Um, or want, not need. What I, Words. Um, words are hard. Words are hard. I'm also incorporating Stardew. Love that game. Good and game. Undertale. Yeah. And The Binding of Isaac. Love that game. And when I email her about what Pokemon I'm including, which are a secret. Well, two of them are a secret. Secret. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank Love you. Um, thank you for the ad libs. <laughs> secret. <laughs> um. Oh, no. Oh, no, it's gone. Oh, I might want to add some Neopets. Mm. Yeah. You've been on a Neopets kick recently. I know. I said that if I won the Mega Millions, I would be buying Neopets. Like the whole company and reviving it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I would buy the domain and revive it. I also thought she was talking about like an animal or two, but she was talking about the <laughs> whole company. Yeah, no, the whole company. I would also probably buy Club Penguin. Huh. Reopen that. That'd be sweet. I love, right? I love Club Penguin. Right? With 220, well, at the time it was $220 million after taxes and everything, you could do anything. But now, but like as of last night, the jackpot was like one point two billion, which is insane. Someone hit it. Yeah. Yeah. Jealous. Was, wasn't us. No. We played. Wasn't us. Unfortunate. My dream of buying Neopets and Club Penguin will die I, for now. Has to put back on the shelf. Yeah. <laughs> has to wait. <laughs> um, Katie, not really a gamer, right? Not not much. What have you played? Here's the thing. Okay. I play very specific games. Okay. And not often. Yes. So. <laughs> Perfect <laughs> topic for Katie today. Yeah, it really, so, it really is. So my main game that I play is oxygen not included. You ever play that? Never even heard of it. I've oh. heard. I've heard of it. Oh. I've heard of it. She's a bop. She's great. Uh, <laughs> She's a delightful game. You try and get people to survive, but they don't listen to you ever. Oh. <laughs> oh. I it's have, very frustrating, but very fun. <laughs> I have never played it, but I'm pretty sure Markiplier. Yeah, Markiplier played they, it. That's how I know what it is. They legit, the people that you select, get themselves killed. Mm. 
Okay. Roller Sweet. Coaster Tycoon 3, who? <laughs> Did you ever play Roller Coaster Tycoon? Can't say that I have. Are you kidding me? I'm sorry. Oh. I was never a computer games kid. I... Did you ever play Roller Coaster Tycoon? Did you ever make the f- awful roller coasters where everyone fell off at the end? Oh. <laughs> Hannah's a sociopath. No. No, I don't take the ladders out of the pools in Sims. I don't do that. Okay. Do you? Yeah, that chuckle is a little <laughs> That was a little sus. A little sus. sus. <laughs> Among Us in real life. Oh my god. That's a game. It is a video game. Among wow. Us. Oh, I did play that. Yeah. Why did you look at me like that when you said that? I did play that. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I don't know either. I don't know. Um, Among Us is fun. It's, a, it's I don't know. It's a fun game to pick up every now and again. Yeah. <laughs> Same wavelength. Um, Jinx. What did you say? Jinx, you owe me a soda. Oh. What'd you think I said? I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know either, man. I just be hearing stuff, you know? Oh. Mm-hmm. What'd you be hearing? Mm-hmm. Just stuff? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah? Wonderful. Really narrows it down. Anyways, we can play Oxygen Not Included. Very fun. Okay. Oh. Will do. Um, I was a big purveyor of Angry Birds as a child. I was a big purveyor. I had every single Angry Birds game on my mom's phone. Did you play Temple Run? I was, yes. more, I was about to say yes. I'm more of a Temple, Temple Run. Run. I was more of a Temple Run kid. Temple Run was so fun. I would just sit for hours and <laughs> play. Yeah, I had a strategy where I would, like, there was an upgrade you could buy where it's like you double tap the screen and you have, like, it's a vil- insub- Oh my god. Invincibility wings for, like, a minute and mm-hmm. like if you fell you just get revived and they were like kind of cheap so I just like every time I would play I would get as many coins as I could and I would just buy them <laughs> and like have like a stockpile of like hundreds of them and then like I, whenever I got like nervous that I was gonna fall I would just tap the screen and look at like my fail safe so I would get like way far in it but then I guess it just got boring that's fair as most mobile games do yeah I played Tomb of the Mask that was a fun one. I beat I beat the whole game, but I'm pretty sure they added more levels now. So as they do. Yes, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, Fruit Ninja. I played a lot of Fruit Ninja. Fruit Ninja was fun for the first couple year, like a year after it was out, and then it was just like you're just slicing fruit. Yeah, that's I, what I mean. Most mobile games are like that. Like you, it's like your life for like a year, and then you're like, eh, I don't want to play this anymore. Yeah. Like Clash of Clans, I've had like. I've had like three separate times where I've put like years of time into it and then I delete it and then I re-download it like two years <laughs> later. I'm like, oh, I'm going to play this for another year of my life. Then I delete it. Yeah. It's just a cycle. I've seen it happen at least twice since we've been dating. Be like that yeah. sometimes. Um, oh. Crash Bandicoot? I did not play Crash Bandicoot. I, I have it on the Switch. I've never played it. I also have it on the Switch. <laughs> I, I play it. For so long, and then it frustrates me, so I stopped playing. And then I'm like, I feel I'll play that. it again, and then it- I love frustration games, low key. I have a whole entire. I'm. Th- I've been thinking in my head this whole time. Okay. Because I don't like free. I like. I live a very winging it lifestyle, but like in terms of like this podcast, I like to have at least a general idea of what I'm doing. 
So this whole time I've been thinking about what I want to talk about. So I have like a whole thing. So Great. you guys, you you can just continue, and I'll get you can get to me eventually. Is it about hard games? No, it's about just my gaming history as a whole. Okay. So here's here's the thing. About yes. Me. I'm not much of a video game player. I'm more of board games. Love that, love that's fair. Love board games. Board games are my shit. Love mm-hmm. board games. They're so fun. They're the only, so good. The only problem with board games compared to video games is like you have to have people to play board games. Yeah. And if people don't, if you like, if your friends specifically don't like board games, then you're just kind of screwed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Whereas a video game, you can just play it whenever. Or if your game nights always tend to lean towards specifically Jackbox mm-hmm. and spoons. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the TikTok I saw where it was like browsing my hundreds and hundreds of games for me and my friends to play, picking out very specific games for specific situations, and then it's a quote. Let's just play Cards Against Humanity, and he's, like, heartbroken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how most people are. Like, they just gravitate towards, like, the main games that they've played. Yeah. Because, like, Cards Against Humanity is fun, but oh, I, it I can't gets play so, it all the time. It gets so... When you know... Like, when you play it, like... 10, 15 times, you start to know all the cards mm-hmm. and it's just not fun anymore. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's why they make expansions, but, like, I don't want to buy expansions for it. Yeah. Like, it's just one of those games where it's, like, if it's, like, a classic party favorite and you're always playing it with all your friends, then you get the expansions, but yeah. if you just break it out from time to time, it's not really worth getting the expansions for. Yeah. And that's kind of one of the reasons why I bought I Would Kill Hitler, because... Good game. It's... It's a little hard. There's a lot of thinking that's required. Yeah, but it's similar to Cards Against Humanity, but it's also vastly different, so it's a good... Middle ground. Yeah, and I have the two booster pack, like, booster expansion pack things. Well, that was just because you backed it on Kickstarter, so you didn't have to really buy them. You just had to pay a little extra. I only paid, like, 20 bucks for all of it. Yeah. Well, and shipping, but... Next game night, I want to bring my K-pop game to see if you would be able to play it. Darius oh. would play it, too. Yeah. Dar- Darcy would play it, yeah. Shout out Darius. Ooh. Yeah, shout out to Darius. If I she's don't, listening. I don't think she listens. Yeah, that's all right. We should invite her to listen. Shout out Darius anyways. Yeah. Especially to one of your K-pop episodes, she'd be in heaven. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. She pro- You should make her a guest as- with a K-pop <laughs> episode. She she would love it. We could. We definitely could. Yeah. There's a third person where we live that listens to K-pop. Yeah. Woohoo! Jinx. Thanks. Well, technically fourth. Sean did. I don't think he, Sean he, really does anymore. He does listen. He. The thing about Sean is he only listens. Only listens. He doesn't actually get into the K-pop. Yes. He just, he just listens. listens to the music. And I'm just like, can you please like talk to me about the vibe? And he's like, no. Like, Sounds like a Sean thing. That does sound, that. Yeah. Sound. Shh. Sound like a song thing. <laughs> Whatever. Um. I don't remember what I was gonna say. It's gone. Perfect. Um. We play an unhealthy amount of Jackbox. Yes, a lot of Jackbox. Every like, time there's a game night, it's Jackbox. Because Jackbox time. is just so perfect for mm-hmm. just it's so funny. Yeah. And you don't have to set it up. Yeah, and you can be yeah. vulgar, and they don't care. Yeah. That's one of the biggest keys of it, is that you can be vulgar. <laughs> um, but yeah, Jackbox is fun. Smash Bros. was a party game for us. It was a game night game, but like... Until Hannah gets mad at me, because I beat her. No, I don't get mad when we're in a group setting, usually, unless it's a really awful, like, 
you don't let me get a hidden kind of kill, which is then usually, I get mad. Which is usually the case. No, not when there's a decent group of us. Yeah. Like, when there's four of us playing, I don't get that mad, usually. Two, me and just, just me and her? Oof. Yeah, I rage quit. We're on the, the verge, we're on the verge of a breakup every time. <laughs> That's not that bad. No, it. he's exaggerating. That's what I do. I, I do get frustrated, though. Understandable. <laughs> Smash is fun. It's all right. I mean, it is, it's fun, but yeah. it, it kind of gets boring after a while. Yeah. But it's always fun to just break, break out. Break out. Yeah. yeah. I wish Isaac was... I wish Isaac didn't have such a big, like, not learning curve, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Because that would be a fun game to play at game nights, too. But the runs can get so long. Yeah. And people don't want to devote a bunch of time. Yeah, and it's really only, like... I don't think you can have more than two players for co-op. Yeah. Or maybe they changed it with Repentance, but... Who knows? I don't know. We don't play co-op. Yeah. Like, at all. Yeah, ever. So. <laughs> Probably should. It makes completion work so much easier. Um, I can start with my history of gaming. Okay. Um, so... Feel free to cut me off anytime because I'm probably going to go on a huge tirade, but that's not the right word, is it? Tirade? No. Tirade? Tirade. Is that the right word? I don't know. Like, you're just, like, going on and just keep rant. talking. Yeah, kind of. Like a rant. Um, so, out of the three of us, I'm, I would consider myself definitely the biggest gamer of us three. Um, and I've had a lot of stages of gaming in my life. Because um, gaming is very important to my life as a whole. Um, some of my earliest memories I can remember is playing my, um, I was born in 99. So right around when the PlayStation 2 and the GameCube were dominating the world. And some of the best games of all time come from that era. But, um, my brother was also a big gamer when, when I was born. So that kind of helps. And, um. But yeah, like there's definitely some games, and I'll mention a bunch of games that I played. But I've went through a bunch of stages in my life. Like early gaming was my brother had a GameCube, and he would play games. These are all classic um, GameCube games, like Smash Bros. Melee. Um, he would play uh, Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door. Love that game. That game is fun. Game is so good. Um. And just a bunch of other games like Need for Speed Underground, Need for Speed Most Wanted. Um, and then eventually, one of the another one of the biggest games of my childhood was Streets of Rage 2 on the Sega Genesis. Um, I still play it to this day. I still play every game I've mentioned to this day, but um, that was a big... Like, I'll, I'll kind of save the big games for like their own little special segment, but... I guess I'll start with Streets of Rage 2. It's a really old fighting game on the Sega Genesis, like I said. I think it was released in, like, 92. But um, I have so many memories of playing co-op with my my brother and my dad on that game. Um, just because it's, like, it's a fighting game, but it's not, like, Mortal Kombat, and it's not, like... Like, you don't have to know any, like, intense button mat, like button combinations. Uh -huh. Like, you just have to... <sighs> Hannah's played it because I've made Hannah play it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Can't confirm. You just kind of like go through a bunch of levels and like fight a bunch of like bad guys. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much all it is. And yeah, definitely a lot of memories with that game. Still to this day, I mean, 
I had a Facebook memory pop up the other day of my brother tagging me in a post from like 11 years ago. So I would have been like 12 at the time. And he said, beating Streets of Rage 2 on Sega. Because I was over <laughs> his house and we were just playing it. But um, that's definitely the first game that um, was like one of my core memories of gaming. Um, and then I got my very first... Technically, my very first system was a Game Boy Color or Advance. I don't really remember. Mm-hmm. But I had one when I was, like, really, really young. Like, I'm talking, like, three, four years old. Just for kind of, like... It was kind of like a phone before a phone. Like, if we went on, a, like, a long car trip, they just, like, give me my Game Boy. I had a I had a Rugrats game, I remember. I don't remember any other Freaking games Rugrats. I had. I had a Rugrats game that I remember very specifically. Um... But yeah, I don't really count that, though, because I had, like, three games for it, and I only played, like, one of them, which was the Rugrats game. (laughs) So I don't technically count that, but my first actual genuine console was a GameCube, Mm -hmm. and I still remember to this day, the day I got my GameCube, I was so excited. Um, I'm just thinking about my game history, and this, I'm gonna go on such a long rant, because I have so much to talk about. (laughs) Um, cause I'm still in the first stage. There's like 12 stages. There's Great. Like, there's not that many, but, um, yeah, I got a GameCube and it was like, I didn't remember specifically the game I got with, it was like on a Christmas or my birthday kind of situation. Mm-hmm. And I got the GameCube and they bought me the Incredibles, the game. That was my very first <laughs> game I ever had. Hell yeah. I owned myself was the Incredibles. Um, and I, I remember I played I played a lot of it. I was still very young at the time. Like, I was maybe five or six. So I, I wasn't really good at games yet, obviously, as a five and six-year-old usually isn't. <laughs> but, oh, you can... Interjection. Yeah. Plug and plays. On the TV. That's a, that's a, that's a history. That's, that's one of my stages. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Because we were definitely... Oh. Me and Hannah, we had the same plug and play. We did. And we're definitely going to talk about it when we get there. Did you ever have a plug-and-play? Do you know what a plug-and-play uh, is? Those little hand, like they're like a controller in your hand, and you just plug them into the TV, and they have like five old games on them. Yeah, like they can't, they're uh, like, it was like a, a controller with like a joystick, and you just held it in your hand, and you just played the games on the TV. Yeah, we uh, both had the exact same one. How, we did. how weird is we that? We did. Exact same one. But yes. yeah, we will definitely talk about it when we get there. Oh, yeah, we had that exact same one. Plug and plays were so fun. Um, but yeah, and then I remember my... Se- I, For some reason, I remember my first game, and I remember my second game extremely vividly. Um, my second game was Sonic Mega Collection. Yeah. It had like a bunch of Sonic games on it. I love that game. Mostly Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. I have a lot of memories <laughs> of that game. I, that's not, I won't get into it, though. But what I will get into is... I don't remember what game it was. It was definitely one of my first five, but I specifically remember a memory of me running. Like, my parents, my mom worked during the day and I was home because I wasn't in school yet. And I remember she came home the one day and she had groceries and I ran up the driveway to meet her. And um, I remember she told me, she's like, oh, I got you this game. Like, I didn't ask for it. She just kind of got it because I didn't know it existed because I didn't, you know, know games existed at the time i mean i did but like i didn't know any of the good games um 
And Hannah knows how much I love this game, so she knows how much I'm about to go on a tirade about it. Huh. Simpsons Hit and Run. Oh, yeah. One of my oh, favorite yeah. one of my favorite games of all time. If anybody who's listening has played it, they know how good this game is. Um, do you have any know what the Simpsons Hit and Run is? Nope. It's like a cult classic GameCube game that was basically like GTA, but it was like the dumbed down version of GTA. Like GTA was like mature, you had guns, you mm. killed people. The Simpsons Hit and Run was basically the same thing, except it was rated, I think, T for teen. Mm-hmm. And um, there was no gore. There was no guns. And if you ran people over, they just kind of fell over and got back up. You could steal cars and stuff, but it wasn't like you stole them. You just kind of jumped into it. Okay. Like, the driver <laughs> of the car was still driving the car and you were the passenger. It was weird. But anyways, <laughs> like, like that game was so fun. I remember... Um, I would beat the I beat the game as a kid, and then I remember I would I would delete the save file, delete beat it again, and then I found out about cheat codes. This game introduced me to cheat codes because I remember there was one where there's a bunch of cars in that game. Like a big facet of that game is driving, and a bunch of the cars in the game, like there's like mission specific cars that you can't drive in the real in like the game. Um, but I remember if you get 100% completion by doing all, like, the side quests and stuff, you could get a cheat code that unlocked every single car in the game, and it gave you, like, a whole separate menu, and you could pick what car you wanted, and I remember that, every, to this day, every time I play Simpson Run, which I've probably beaten that game at least 15, 20 times. Mm-hmm. Like, 100% he loves it that game. I, I literally, she's watched me play it, like, now. I still love that game. Um... Every time I play it, I beat it. So many memories on that. And like I said, that game introduced me to cheat codes. So, like, I did the moon jump cheat code. I did, like, the no gravity cheat code. I did, like, the cars explode when you touch them cheat code. Like, I did all of them. And, like, I just remember, like, back before I had any responsibilities, like, I had to go to school <laughs> or anything, I remember just sitting there. There's this water in, like, the first level where mm-hmm. it's, like, if you touch it, it's instant out of bounds. You just go back to the main thing. I remember getting, like, the biggest trucks and driving it into the water and then getting out before it went in the water so it was still sticking up and I would jump up on top of it and, like, be over the water. It was, like, the coolest thing in the world to me at the time. <laughs> um, that's still my first stage, so I'll take a break and let every let, let those two talk, but well, I still is, have a lot to go. Is your second stage the plug-and-play? Because we can segue into that. I mean, I'm still technically not done with the first stage, okay. but... <laughs> um well I'll just I'll continue then we'll get to plug and plays. Okay. This this won't take long. Um a big and Hannah knows this too cuz I've talked to her about this. Um probably the reason why games are so important to me and this is about to get sappy and emotional so um they're really a way to connect with my dad when I was younger because I mean me and my dad were always close. We've still close to this day. Nothing ever went like bad or anything, but um there was a specific games, and these games are very weird, very weird games. Um, that we like, there was I think three three games that I they're like the holy trinity of the games I play with my dad, and they were just the way that we bonded. Like I mean, father son relationships are always hard because it's like you know he teaches you how to be a man or whatever, like whatever the stigma is, but it's like. It's one of those, like, not lovey-dovey, tell-each-other-you-love-each-other. I mean, I, me and my dad tell each other that all the time, but 
Like, it's just one of those things where they're just, like, it's just a different kind of relationship. So, like, whenever we played the games together, which was very frequently, it was, like, it kind of, like, removed that layer of masculinity and we just kind of had fun together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know about all three of these games because, once yeah. again, I've told you about them. Yeah. Um, the first game being NASCAR 07. <laughs> Couldn't really tell you on the PlayStation 2, which by this time I had a PlayStation 2. My brother-in-law gave it to me. Cody gave it to me. Yeah. For free. Shout out, shout out, Cody. Shout out. Because if your sister listens. Yeah. Shout yeah, out, shout Cody out. and Tiffany. Yeah. Shout out, baby. Shout out. Um, But yeah, he gave that to me for free, and NASCAR 07 was on the PlayStation. I wasn't even a NASCAR fan at the time. I just kind of liked driving around, and my dad was kind of a NASCAR fan, so we played it. Um, We played it all the time. I mean, just all the time just loved playing that game like we would just race each other wreck each other wreck the computers mm-hmm. make a big scrap yard it was fantastic <laughs> um we play that game all the time um another one and i still want Hannah to play this game to this day because i don't have it because it was only on playstation 2 and i don't have a playstation 2 is Yu-Gi-Oh! capsule monster coliseum also a very weird game because at the time i was not into Yu-Gi-Oh! at all didn't know any of the characters now i've since watched the show so i know about them all now but Basically, it was kind of like chess. Like, you had these pieces, and they all moved a different way, and they all attacked a different way. So, basically, it was like chess. It was kind of like chess, but, like, advanced chess. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really realize at the time that it was like chess. I just thought it was a fun game. Um, but, yeah, we played the crap out of that game, too. Um, yeah, we played that all the time. There's, like, different elemental... It's kind of like Pokemon, in a sense, where it's, like, different elements and, like... Light strong against dark, fire strong, water strong against fire, stuff mm. like that. It was really fun game. It was from like I think like ninety eight, maybe even before I was born. Something really old. Um, which leads me to the most important game I think of my entire childhood, and maybe even the most important game of my whole life. I have like, I think I have three games that I would say are the Holy Trinity, again, of my most important games of my life, and this is definitely one of them, mm-hmm. is Mario Kart Double Dash. Hannah knows about this game, too. Yes. He's had me play it. It's it's just Mario Kart on the GameCube, but it's kind of in the same realm as Streets of Rage 2, how... And this is why it's one of the most important games of my life, is because... There's just so many family memories connected to it. I played my dad all the time in this game. All the time. And, like, it's one of the games where I feel confident that if I took a GameCube over to my house today, right now, my dad would still play with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, my brother played it a ton because, like I said, he had a GameCube before I did. So he played it a ton. My sister played it a ton. She's not even a gamer. <laughs> she played it a ton. And, th- and this is an- another memory that I have. I remember one day, I don't think the I don't think the power was out, but like something was wrong with our TV, maybe, or something. My mom, not a gamer, never never plays video games. Probably like hates video games, right? Never played them ever. I was just sitting in my room playing Mario Kart as I do. <laughs> my dad, I think, I don't know where my dad was. He might have been asleep or he might have been over the road maybe as a truck driver still um my mom comes upstairs comes into my room and was like what are you doing i'm like just playing mario kart and she's like can i play 
This is the only time I've ever seen her play a video game. She was awful. She'll still <laughs> tell you to this day she was terrible. But, like, that's just such a memory for me because I think it's, like, literally the only time she ever played a video game and it was with me playing Mario Kart. Like, that's just something you hold on to. Mm-hmm. So, like, and like I said, I still, just like all my other GameCube games that I've mentioned, I still play this game to this day. still own it. Yes. Um, I remember... Just because, you know, I was a kid and all kids are bad at taking care of stuff. So, like, back in the day, I would, like, take the case, take the game out and not put it in its case, leave it out. It would get scratched up. We couldn't play it. We'd have to buy another copy. So, it's like, I've probably owned at least five or six or seven copies of that game. But it's just, it's just so fun. And every time I play it, it just brings all those memories kind of flood mm-hmm. back in. <laughs> so, yeah. That's, that's my end of my phase one. So, we can finally get some other people talking, <laughs> not just me. You're fine. Um, you can talk know. about plug and plays at the start. So. Well, yeah. I. Did you ever have a DS? I did. Oh. Did I, you play Nintendogs? I did. I loved yeah. my DS. Never played Nintendogs. Had uh, a DS, never played Nintendogs. Had so many DS games. Me too. I had like this entire satchel full of. Freaking DS games. I loved the DS. My hot take, right? I think this might be why I love the Switch so much. I think the DS and the Switch are probably the two best consoles Nintendo has made. Absolutely not. I disagree. GameCube is one for me. Also, the Wii. I never got to play GameCube. The Wii? Wii is definitely up there, the yeah. Wii is number one, and it's not even close, in my opinion. I have some thoughts. Okay. Some thoughts. Not on that. That's fair. I have no thoughts on that. That's fair. <laughs> no, I remembered some games I used to play. Oh. Um, the DS and Game Boy. I'm ready. Oh, Game um, Boy. Yes. Uh, oh my god, what was the name of that one? What's the ape? Donkey Kong? Yeah. <laughs> What's the ape? She says. I, I used to play Donkey Kong. That's like the first game I remember playing. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. Ever on the yeah on the Game Boy, Donkey Kong. And then I remember the cartridge would, wouldn't work sometimes, so we would have to like blow it out. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. And it would be so frustrating because it would like halfway turn on and then turn off, and I'd be like, "Ha! Please." <laughs> <laughs> um, you go. So, I have a Game Boy Advance Donkey story. Kong, um, there was, I don't remember if it was on the DS or the Game Boy. Mm-hmm. That's so Raven? Probably Game Boy. Probably Game Boy. Because I think they, because I had a Lizzie McGuire game for Game Boy Advance. I also played that one. Oh my god. I, it's, it's so fun hearing <laughs> other gamers completely different games that they played as a kid. Yeah. Uh, I played Lizzie McGuire and Left yep. That's So Raven. Was it Lizzie McGuire 3? I don't, maybe? Oh. Uh, I don't know. It was so fun. Yeah. Those two games. <laughs> Those three games made my childhood. <laughs> like, they were so great. Frustrated, though, because I couldn't beat one of the missions on That So Raven. Oh. And I quit playing. Oh. I was like, huh, no. Because I always got caught. <laughs> you had to, like, hide in, like, a locker or something, and I just mm-hmm. couldn't beat it. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> Dustin <laughs> is zoning out so hard right now. I was now. like, okay. <laughs> I mean that's how you that's how YouTube probably were when I was going on a span spat about 
games from like 22 years ago at this point. Um, my the, So I inherited my Game Boy Advance from my god sister, and she had to get one of those little like lights to hang over it because the screen was so dark. And Classic. I couldn't play it because it was still too dark for me. So we had to buy a DS. That's how I ended up getting my first DS because I wanted to play Game Boy games and the Game Boy Advance was too dark. Mm. So I ended up... What Game Boy games did I have? Lizzie McGuire, Dogs, where you took care of a dog. Shocker. (laughs) Shocker. Uh, Pokemon Leaf Green. That's a big one. Classic. That's a big one right there. I had the Power Rangers game. Ah, I love that. I love that for you. Uh, I also had, oh my god, what, the Land Before Time game on the DS. I did not have that. I've never heard of any of these games. (laughs) Oh, she was sweet. A frickin' delight to play, honestly. (laughs) I loved playing the Land Before Time. (laughs) I, I've never played it. I don't remember a lot of the DS games I had, which you had a DS, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. No? I don't think I really had a DS until the DSi, honestly. Oh. I never had an original DS. I had a DS Lite. My gaming systems went Game Boy Advance, DS Lite, DSi, Wii, Switch, I'm pretty sure. See, the thing is... I've had so many. Well, I bought an Xbox 360, but... Where's it at now? Here. Is it here? Yeah. yeah, it's here. It's not I, plugged in, though. I bought it off of her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he did. The thing is, is while everyone had cell phones, I did not. So- Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Big agree. Mm-hmm. So I would play the DS yeah. or the Game Boy. Yeah. Because I did not get my first cell phone until <sighs> sophomore, junior year of high school. Really? I didn't yeah. realize it that was that long. long. Uh-huh. I probably got mine probably, like, sixth going into seventh grade. Same. Same. That's when I got mine. Because I was going to the pool a lot, so my mom wanted to know when I was home. Great. <laughs> it, it was late. However, my first probably cell phone... Probably better. Sorry. Yeah. It's probably better that you didn't have a phone until that yeah. late anyways. However, my first cell phone was a slide phone. It was Ooh. not... Yeah, I had a like slide... Like a sidekick? I don't remember what it was. My brother had sidekicks all the time. But I had a slide phone. And I never, I never, this is not video game related, I never had an iPod Touch. I Because I know that's what a lot of kids used. Is that what you used mm-hmm. as a replacement for a cell phone, yeah. basically? I had a Nano. Uh, yeah, yeah, I had, I think I had every single generation of iPod at one point in my life besides the first gen. When it didn't have a screen and it was just a little rectangular, like... That was me. I had that one. Yeah, I did not have that one. It literally, it was, there was no screen. It was just a square, like, this big. And it had a play button in the middle, yep. skips, a pause button, and volume buttons. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all it had. Yeah. I had every other iPod besides that. The short, chunky one, the one with the video camera on it, I had all of them. You had to, like, plug... You If you wanted music, you had to, like, plug it into the computer and, like, download it. Yeah. 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 Ugh. That was awful. That was oh my god, kids don't know these days. Yeah. I used was... to burn CDs all the time. My dad taught all me. All the time. My dad still burns CDs to this day. I probably would too, honestly. Damn. Because I... <laughs> he doesn't take his phone with him, so he's just like, yeah. so he doesn't have an aux, so he's just like, I'll make a CD and play it. Mm-hmm. Just an old school way of thinking, I guess. Yeah. 
It's weird to think that it's weird to think that burning CDs is an old school way to think now. Yeah, it's crazy. We grew up in such a weird generation, like we grew up in the technological boom generation. Yes, like I genuinely think that like ninety seven to like two thousand should be separate from millennials and Gen Z. Like we are literally our own weird generation. Yeah, like. And I don't mean that in like a Which we're so. <laughs> I don't mean that in like a we're so quirky and special way, but just like a we grew up with both like the stuff that kids from the nineties and yeah. late eighties grew up with, but also what kids a lot younger than us grew up with, yeah. which is insane to me. <laughs> yeah. Like when we like when we were born, like people were still using Walkmans and stuff, mm-hmm. and like now it's burning like, CDs. Now it's like weird to see someone use a phone that. An iPhone that has a home, like a button at the bottom. Yeah. For a home. Like, that's weird to me. And those phones aren't even that old. Yeah, they're like three, four years old at this point. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Yeah, yeah, like more more like five or six, but. I think they got rid of the home button in like 2017. I think. Yeah. Like five, six years. Yeah. That's still not that old. No, it's not. Um, like people will come into the place where we work and the place where we. Have you said what the place where we work on the podcast? I think once, but I try to not say it. Okay, so the place we work, um, there's a lot of phones at the place we work. Like, the clients will have a lot of phones, and sometimes they'll show me the phone, and they'll have the home button at the bottom of the iPhone. I'm like, ew, that's a little weird. Yeah. Mine has yeah. a home button. Mm. <laughs> How old's your phone? Uh, it's an iPhone 7 Plus, so it's old. That's not, I mean, that's still... They're on, uh, what, no. 13 yeah. last eight, year? Eight is where they got... Nine, like, they skipped nine. Yeah. It went eight, and then ten was the first one that got rid of the home button. Yeah. I would know. <laughs> Mine's the last one, yeah. basically. No, they got... No, eight. No, eight. Eight. eight had it, eight yeah. came out right after nine. Yeah. Yeah. Eleven Pro. I'm getting a new phone soon. <laughs> I also should get a new phone soon, but... Um... Sorry, now that we're off the iPod talk. <laughs> um, other games I played. I played this weird, like, clothes-making game called Pop Cutie. It was so fun. It was so fun. Um, a car started outside. A plot occurred. Yes. I don't remember what <laughs> website it was on, but I remember making potions. <laughs> That's called alchemy. <laughs> <laughs> that is called alchemy, you're right. I don't remember what website it was on, but I, I remember, like... <laughs> there was a game on Neopets called Sophie's Brew where you got to make potions. I was... I played a lot of random random ass games when I was younger. Like, I was a gamer in, like, the regular sense of, like, I played games on the DS, the Wii, but I also participated in a lot of online games. Mm-hmm. Like, I played on websites, everythinggirl.com. Was not um, me. Definitely not me. I played Pop Tropica and Club Penguin. That was about yeah, it. Yeah, I played Pop Tropica, Webkins, Club Penguin, Neopets, a couple pet adoptable websites like Chicken Smoothie. Shocker. I still have I Here's still have my theme. original account. There's yeah. like 17 different pet games. Yeah, yeah. I still have my original account on Chicken Smoothie, too, from like 2008. Mm. I still have my original account. Um, I had my original account on Club Penguin, and then I forgot the password. Yeah. Pizza Pie 63. What's good? Let's go. Let's go. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. 
I'll I'll get to I'll get to my Sims in a bit. And of course, Pokemon. Yeah, you'll have your own you'll be like me and have your own little segment yeah. about that. We can all talk about Pokemon. Yeah. But I have a specific part of Pokemon yeah. that I have to talk about. Um, plug and plays. Stage I'm two so sad. Me. I'm so sad you never had a plug and play. Plug and plays were fantastic. They really were. If you don't know what a plug and play is, and this is also which you already kind of I've already kind of described it, yeah. but you know the three little like I AV. think AV adapters. Yeah. Yellow, the, yellow, white, red. I think a lot of modern TVs don't even have oh, them no, anymore. Oh, no, definitely not. 100% not. Um, you would plug all three of them into the back of the TV, and then you had, like, a little box with a joystick on it, and that was how and you a played. Couple bu- and a button or two. Yeah, and that was how you played. I had, I think, three of them. The one that we had together, a Littlest Pet Shop one, because I loved Littlest Pet Shop when I was a kid, and a SpongeBob one. SpongeBob one's another classic one. I had four. I had four. I had a Scooby Doo one as well. I forgot about that. The mm-hmm. the one that we had was the um, Miss Pac Man one. Yep. And if anybody's played plug and plays, that's like the classic one. It really is. Yeah. Um, it had Miss Pac Man. Pole position. I have it pulled up. Galaxian. Gal Galaga. Oh, that that had Galaga. Yeah, I Galaga. Had, I thought that had Galaxian. Galaga pole position. Zevius, however yeah, you pronounce Yeah, that, that, that was the weird game of the bunch. That was I, a weird... I never played that one. Miss Pac-Man and, and Mappy. Mappy is such a weird game because... We have it in common. <laughs> yes. Like, and like I said, we've been... Me and Hannah have been dating for almost four years, and we could not have been cut from two more diff- separate cloths. Mappy. Like I'm showing Katie Mappy right now. Like Hannah and I are from completely different backgrounds. We live completely different lives. It's like a shocker that we even met in the first place and like <laughs> clicked and connected in the first place. But somehow this weird off-kilter, not super popular game, we both shared a huge common interest in. Yeah. Like this was another game that I played with my dad all the time on that little plug and play yep it was like the one we always played the one we always tried to set high scores on and every time you turned it off the high scores were reset anyways yeah so it's like we tried to keep it on to keep the high scores on then it would just turn off by itself because it was overheated or something oh mappy is so fun mappy is so fun um i'm not expecting probably anybody that listens to this to know what mappy is but i feel like some people will maybe when we went when i was in my first semester of college my roommate her then significant other and I drove literally like two hours to Binghamton, New York, which we're nowhere near them, near that. So I'm okay with saying what it was. I think it was Binghamton or Syracuse. I think it was Binghamton. I think it was Binghamton. And we went to a place called Robot City Arcade and they had a mappy machine there. That's also where I played Mortal Kombat 3 for the first time. They had a Mortal Kombat machine there too. Mortal Kombat's dope. So I played that for the first time, um, and I played the shit out of Mappy while we were there. Yeah, it's it's just such a weird, such a weird off kilter game that we would both yeah. have such a childhood revolving around. Both of them did know Mappy though. Yeah. I will say that both of them did know Mappy. It's like so. a it's like a weird like mouse cop game. Yes, and the cats are the criminals, and they stole like. TVs and, and treasure and stuff and, picture, and, and you have to collect all the treasure and then they chase you. Yeah. It's such a it's weird fun. game. Bad dream. 
It's so fun. It's so fun. It really is a lot of fun. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? I don't know. It's gone. You go. I think I've think I've finally. I only have five stages. Of oh games. God. Okay. So we've already done one, which was like early childhood GameCube nostalgic games. Yes. Stage two was the plug and play because the plug and play was important enough to have its own segment. And I can maybe go into stage three. Probably. Which is probably my, eh, it might be my longest one. Oh, God. It's It shouldn't <laughs> be that much longer than the GameCube, but um, it was the Wii, the Wii era. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like even if you're not a gamer or you don't game, everybody experienced the Wii at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when it came out, my brother and sister both had one. So I was super jealous because, you know, they were adults and they could just go out and buy it. <laughs> so I remember specifically every single time I'd go over to their house because it released in 2006 six or seven. Six, six because that's when the early games came out. Mm-hmm. That was the first ever home console I owned. So they the they bought it in 2006, both not right when it came out, but like a couple months after. So I was super jealous. I remember every time I go to my sister's house or my brother's house, I would play the Wii Every single time with them. Some of the specific games that we played, obviously, the classic, everyone knows it, everyone loves it, Wii Sports. Everybody's played that game. Have you played Wii Sports? Please tell me you've played Wii Sports. Katie, have you not played Wii Sports? Oh, Katie. Katie, you've got to play Wii Sports. Maybe when I was, like, in school, we had to. Probably. Like bowling and fighting and tennis. That game was so Uh. good. Wii Sports is so fun. Um, I never, like, played it on my own. Wii Sports was the big one, um, and I'm saving another one of these games. Okay, I've decided that I've made I've made the holy trinity of my most important games of my life. It's now okay. four. Great. <laughs> um, I don't know what that would be instead of trinity, but there's four games, so I'll get to the one. But, like, we played a quartet. lot of... Quartet. Yeah. It was the quartet of my most important games of my life. Um... So, Wii Sports. We played a lot of shovelware, too, but, like, like actual Nintendo shovelware. So, like, there was a Dr. Mario game on there that was absolutely fantastic. Both my brother and sister had it. Um, another one, me and my brother played the shit out of this one, was Bomberman for the Wii. It was a, <laughs> it was a Wii Shop game. That was so fun. Um, and then... There was there was a couple more like We Play was another one mm-hmm. or, or um like We Fit you know the, like those were the big ones but the game okay well I'll get to the game in a minute but <laughs> you probably already know what the game is anyways um fast forward about a year later at this point it's the Christmas of 07 so the the Wii had been out for like a year already mm-hmm. I remember Christmas Day I was... How old would I have been at that point? Eight. I would have been eight at the time. I remember on Christmas Day, I had a bunch of presents, as you know, a kid. Usually, well, I'm, you know. Christmas. Christmas time. Bunch of presents. I'm opening them, and I open up a bunch of Wii games. Because I didn't... I didn't... Spoiler alert, I had a Wii. I got a Wii. I didn't (laughs) open it first. I opened the games first. Because they didn't tell me, hey, open this before these. So I'm like, oh, it's a Wii game. And I was like, but I don't have a Wii. And I looked at my mom and she's like, well, you, maybe you can just play it at, 
at your brother and sister's house. And I literally, as an eight-year-old, was like, yeah, you're right. I could take it over there and play it. Like, literally, I I had no idea that I was getting a Wii. <laughs> Even though, like, looking back at it now, it's like, how do you not realize you're getting a Wii when you open Wii games? But I, <laughs> they said their story, and I fell for it. So, like, I would open Wii game, another Wii game, another Wii game, and be like, oh, I can't wait to play these at your house. And then I finally opened the Wii. I still think it is the most free, like... Most I've ever freaked out at a Christmas present because I wanted a Wii so bad. And there is nothing, I'll say this, there is nothing like back in the day when we were kids mm-hmm. on Christmas. Yes. And just opening something that you've wanted for so long, like a Wii or a yeah. DS or, or anything. Yeah. And just playing it all day. Cause yeah. Like even just doing stupid stuff like making me's and... Like, going through the Weather Channel. Like, mm-hmm. all the stupid stuff that wasn't even playing games that I would do because I just, I love the Wii so much. Still love the Wii. Still own one to this day. Same. Praying it does not break. Praying yours does not break. Mine won't break. It's been, I haven't used it in a very long time. I mean, there's still probably a lot of market for Wiis, but there'll be one day they all break, and I don't want that day to come. I love the Wii so much. Um. So, yeah, I have a soft spot for the Wii. Played a lot of games on it. Like, I had, like, the guitar. That's where I played Guitar Hero for the first time was on Wii. Um, there's a lot of off-kilter games, too, like Super Monkey Ball. I love Super <laughs> Monkey Ball on the Wii. Um, like I said, Wii Sports, Wii Play, Wii Fit, yeah. had all those. Boom Blocks was another one. That was directed by, Steve, like, Steven Spielberg made that game. Weird. I think. Don't Don't fact check me, but... Don't fact check you. Um, but the game that I have not mentioned yet, and Hannah probably already knows this game too because I've talked about it a lot, played it a lot, um, that I will consider my my second game in my quartet of games is Mario Kart Wii. Yeah. Another Mario Kart, shocker. Um, they're not all Mario Karts, I promise. <laughs> but um, yeah, Mario Kart Wii was just an absolute... I probably put at least a thousand hours into that game, like even more than Double Dash, um, because I remember I'd always played at my brother's house. I'd always played at my sister's house, and back in those days, like they had like tournaments they would run, and they'd have like cool special little challenges they'd run. But um, like I don't know, there's just something about that game that's just absolutely magical. Like, yeah, and Hannah knows this too. I still watch Mario Kart YouTube to yeah. this day. Yeah. Mario Kart Wii. He that does. game came out in 07, so that game is what? It's Fif- old. 15 year- 14 years old, and I still watch people play it to this day. Mario Kart DS and Mario Kart Wii is an unmatched time in my life. <laughs> I think the span from Double Dash to DS to Wii will never be top. That is, those three games in a row, Yeah, just yeah. so, so good. Um, I never really played D- Mario Kart DS because I never really had a DS, but if I played it when it came out, it would definitely be probably in my top four because that game is fantastic. The balloon races in those games, so good. Did you ever play Mario Kart DS? Not Mario Kart, no. Oh, they had like the balloon battles. Oh, they were so good. Best balloon battle they've ever put in a Mario Kart game. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. Whoa. Double dash. Um, but yeah, Mario Kart Wii is definitely, um, one of my most played games of all time. One of my favorite games of all time. Yeah. I remember, and this is also a fun fact. I've told you this before, 
Mario Kart Wii is the reason I found out what YouTube is. True, that's a true story because I remember my brother, like I said, it was at my brother's house, so I played it all the time with him. And we would talk about how like we were not that good at the game because I was still a kid and I was just playing it. And he would show me world record runs on tracks, like time trials, and he's like, look how good these people are. And I was like, how do you get these videos? Like, how are you finding them? He's like, oh, it's YouTube. And that introduced me to YouTube. And now it's like, I watch YouTube all the time. Yeah. So it's like crazy that that game is what introduced me to YouTube. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just like countless hundreds of hours in that game. I remember I would take it over to my cousin's house and we would play online. Mm-hmm. And we had a whiteboard in her basement, and we would write people, like, because you play against random people, and we would write, like, the people we liked and the people we didn't like and <laughs> on the whiteboard, and it was it was so fun. Like, just that game has just so many memories for me, and I still, like I said, still play it to this day. Um, still just amazing, still fantastic. Um, still holds up to this day. I mean, you mm-hmm. can still play it to this day. It's just as good as the new Mario Kart, but... Um, I forgot to mention, when I was a wee bab, um, one of the girls that used to babysit me, we played RuneScape together, (laughs) and that was one of my introductions, like, side introductions to YouTube, because when we were playing RuneScape, whenever one of us, like, lost, because you could, like, die and stuff, whenever one of us died, we would watch, like, Charlie the Unicorn. (laughs) Sweet. I also got introduced to Spongebob Saw. I remember Spongebob Saw. I watched Spongebob Saw. And it freaked me out because I was, you know, like six, seven years old. I found it again like two years ago. It's so stupid. Yeah, I want to watch it now. And it scared scared me as a freaking six-year-old. But I was also a little kid going to Catholic school. Yeah, it was like like all hand-drawn on paint. Like, it was was It was bad. bad. It It was was bad. Yeah, it was terrible. Um, My Sims. Okay, Hannah's Hannah's going over. Take it over for this. So, okay, first of all, I understand the Christmas thing because that was when I got my guitar and all the Guitar Hero games when I was, like, 11. I did not stop playing those games for, like, four years straight. That was all I did was play those. And when I finally got my 2DS, I played Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire with Theo. That was all I did was play Alpha Sapphire Guitar Hero, Alpha Sapphire Guitar Hero, like just back and forth and back and forth one of them would die or i'd get bored of the other or i'd get bored of one and then i'd go to the other (laughs) um my sims was literally just sims but for kids like there was an actual like plot and like storyline you had to follow and looking back on them they're definitely not like the best games ever they're not but i used to my mom and i specifically in the summer There was a family video within walking distance of our house and we would walk down and I would always go to like, look at the DS. Oh, sorry. I would, (laughs) I got hair stuck. Don't look at me like that. I'm just looking, man. (laughs) Um, but we would always go walk down and like, I would go look at the movies and I would look at the games and that's how I got introduced to Pop Cutie. Because they randomly had it, and Theo, either Theo or I rented it, and we let the other person try it, and we both fell in love with the game. Like, the two of us played the crap out of Pop Cutie. Um, But that's how I found my Sims. 
Because My Sims Party, I think, was down there. And My Sims Racing. And I played the shit out of My Sims Party and My Sims Racing. Like, I would rent it for five days. My mom and I would take it back down and I would rent it immediately again. Like, they would check it back in and I'd be like, I'm ready to rent it. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> um, like, if you would have gone down there around the time... I think they, when they got rid of the gaming section as a whole, they got rid of the Wii games then... All of the, like, save files, all the top scores were probably all me in the My Sims games. Every single one. Sweet. Because I was the only one that rented them after a certain period of time. Yeah. Um, and they're really, I don't know. They're definitely kids' games, yeah. but they're a lot of fun. Yeah. Specifically, the last two, they're very story-driven. The last two are My Sims Agents and My Sims Sky Heroes. Very story-driven. Very worth it. <laughs> They're a I, lot of fun. I still have not played them. Hannah wants me to play them. I want you to play My Sims Agents specifically. However, the one thing I did not like about the series was that the DS versions were so different from the Wii versions. Because, well, that's usually how it is with handhelds. But, like, completely different. Like, different storylines in both of them. Like, the DS version of My Sims Agents had way less characters. The plot was a lot shorter and I remember I was looking up stuff because I think I had played Party Racing and Kingdom for the Wii. And I had I owned the Agents version for DS. And I remember I was looking on like the wiki or something and I was like, who are all these characters? I was like, who's Brandy? Who's Morcubus? Well, I knew of them. Yeah. Yeah. Morcubus. That's his name. That's his name. Like, I knew of them from Kingdom and stuff because they were, like, side characters or, like, side parts for the plot. But they all had, like, these huge roles in My Sims Agents. And I was like, who the hell are these people? Because the DS version is completely different from the Wii version. It was unfortunate. (laughs) Um, what was I gonna say? It's gone. I didn't have a big 3DS era. I'm just gonna put that out there now. I really only played Pokemon. (laughs) Like, I really just played Pokemon. I bought Ocarina of Time, and I got through, like, half of that, and then I stopped playing my 3DS, well, my 2DS, and then I got a Switch, so. I've had so many consoles. Like, I've had had a GameCube, I've had a PlayStation 2, I've had a Wii, I've had an Xbox, I've had 360, I've had... Switch, mm-hmm. I've had a PlayStation 4, a PlayStation 3, I've had Game Boy, I've had a DSi, DS XL, DS, 3DS, 2DS, I've had a PSP, like I've had so many. I never had a PSP, I wish I would've. It was like a worse DS. I wasn't allowed to have a PlayStation though, so it would've been worth it for me probably. Yeah, for sure, but... I think I know what your other two stages are. They're pretty obvious. Call of Duty and Minecraft? No. That's... My two stages are PlayStation 3 and my games now. Oh, well, that's fair. Um, well, you just named the other two games in my... In my... Whatever it's called. Your Holy Quartet. Holy Quartet. But we'll get to that. Katie, I feel like you haven't been you haven't, talking a lot. You definitely have not talked a lot. Mostly I feel because, bad. Mostly because you're just kind of sitting there like, uh-huh. I feel bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I only have two other games that I remember that I played, but, like... Go for it. And just rattle them off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rattle those two games off. 
Mario Brothers DS game. Oh. With the eight different worlds. New Super Mario Bros. I remembered. I remembered my other GBA game now. Oh. Super Mario Bros. Three. The game was so fun. Yes. <laughs> the the new Super Mario Bros. With um like. I mean, yeah, they had the eight worlds, but like it was, it was kind of like two D, like old school Mario, like just like side scrolling. You got the flag at the end. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like you had the big mushroom that made you super big, and you just kind of like ran through the mm-hmm. whole level. Yeah, New Super Mario Bros. Oh yeah. Yeah. That game's class. That's like one of the best selling games of all time. I fucking love that game. That helped shape me as a human. <laughs> <laughs> New Super Mario Bros. shaped me as a person. I feel like that shapes a lot of people when they play it. <laughs> I, I don't know where it is, but I still own that somewhere. Um, and then the, the other game that I remember playing, which I it was just a couple years ago, last time I played it, mm-hmm. uh, Diablo 3, Reaper of Souls. <laughs> what a random... Health potion? Diablo? Yeah, Diablo. That's a Diablo flavor. What a random game. Yeah, <laughs> Literally, I, you're like, Mario, that's a <laughs> raven, Diablo 3. Diablo 3. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the, I think that's the only game I ever, like, really played with my family. Mm-hmm. So. Aw. Yeah. My brothers got me into that game. I can see that. Yep. I can definitely see that. I was a wish doctor. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever played a Pokemon game? Yeah. Like, besides Go? What did you just rip off? I never, like... Part of my phone case. Great. Great. I never, really got really into the other games. Mm. It's worth it if you ever want to. It you really ever, is. You ever change your mind. Yeah. <laughs> we got a bunch you can borrow. Yeah. It's definitely... It's worth it. So I think. Good. So good. Um, well, you've played Go. We've both definitely played Pokemon Go. Mm. Oh... Hundreds, oh. hundreds of hours, hundreds of oh, dollars. Yeah. Hundreds of dollars in gas. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's probably 3,000, honestly, 3,000 miles on my car alone from driving around town, driving to other places while playing Pokemon Go, like, huh. Stop picking your phone case apart. Sorry, <laughs> Great. Mom. Um... I played a lot of Pokemon. That was what really kickstarted my um, video game love, I think. Pokemon Leaf Green, which I will reveal the two Pokemon that I'm getting in my tattoo that are not secret. It is Bulbasaur, because he was my first starter, and Growlithe, because he's my favorite. I love Growlithe. Bulbasaur's whack. You're whack. Th- worst starter in Gen 1. No. No cap. Um... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, and I have okay. I played Gen One on the two DS because they re-released Gen One and Gen Two, and I've played the remakes of Gen Three. I have not played the original Ruby Sapphire Emerald. Yeah, that's the only Gen I have not played the original of. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. That's like the best. And I'm pretty sure Emerald was at the store when I bought Leaf Green. And I'm pretty sure I... Hold on. I'm pretty sure I remember asking my mom to buy me two games. Like, I'm pretty sure I asked her to buy me Emerald and either Leaf Green or Fire Red. But she only bought me Leaf Green. 
And then I acquired Fire Red years down the line at this random, like, thrift meetup thing that we held at the high school. Someone was selling it for, like, 15 bucks. Probably go online, it's like $70. Now. Oh, probably. It's ridiculous. Um, And I think he was selling, because he had Emerald, too, but he was selling that for a lot of money, and I could not afford that. Emerald is still a lot of money. It's like yeah. $300 for, for a game now. Yeah. $300. Um, but I've played at least one game from every gen since. Because I did not play Diamond or Pearl, but I played Platinum. I played Gen 1, I played Gen 2, I played Gen 3. I have not played Gen 4. Yeah, I have. I've played Gen 4. I have not played Gen 5. I have not played Gen 6. have not played Gen 7, and I've played Gen 8. Yes, and we're going to be playing Gen 9. Yes. Woo! Woo-hoo. Um... Most important game in my entire life, my favorite game of all time, is Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Explorers of Time and Darkness and Sky. Um, Indeed. It's my favorite game of all time. Um, I, I don't even know what to say about it other than I love it. And if you've never played it, I recommend it, which I know you two have not played it. Um, but I highly recommend it because it's a perfect game. <laughs> It's so good. It's so good. The plot is great. The missions are great. The whole theme of the game is great. It's a fun time. It's great. It is. And I love the music. The music is amazing. Yeah. And there's a wide array of Pokemon that you can be um, as... Hold on. There's a wide array of Pokemon that can be like the starter... Like, that's who you play. And you get to pick the partner. I was Cubone in when I played the remake on the Switch. When you played the remake of Mystery of the original Mystery Dungeon? For two days and I never played it again. Yeah. yeah. I need to replay the remake still. I never finished it. Um My other favorite game of all time is Undertale. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not ashamed to admit it. There's a lot of stigma around Undertale. Katie's just, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Kate, Katie has no clue. Yep, she's at, she's been checked out for like 30 minutes. I know, I can tell that Katie is like exhausted. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> like, I... To be I, fair, this is how I would be on a K-pop episode. <laughs> if yeah. I was on a K-pop episode, I would be just... Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, have, I have like very small... Yeah, that's me. That's, that's me with K-pop. I know who Blackpink is. Yay! And you think I am as average? Average at best, mediocre at worst. No. Wow. Excuse. That's a new one. <laughs> it's wow. Same. <laughs> no, you you know a couple other groups because of me. Because of you. Yeah. You how know who you, BTS is. Everyone knows who BTS know is. I don't know Monster X. I mean, I, know I love Monster X. You know Itzy because of me. And Kepler, because of me. I know the names. I yeah, don't that's what I'm saying. Anything about them. That's what I'm saying. You at least know their names. Yeah, but I would be clueless. I would just be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. We, yeah. There's not, like Hannah said at the very beginning of the episode, there's not a lot of crossover between me, Hannah, and Katie. <laughs> like, there's things that me and Hannah know, and there's things that Hannah and Katie know. There's not a lot that we all know. Yeah. 
Oh, just wait. Just wait until the next episode we have you in. Yeah. This is probably going to happen again. Mm-hmm. However, hopefully we won't start recording as late that time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oops. She gets to learn about football. Yes. One. It'll be a good time. I know absolutely nothing. And you can pick a team. Yeah. You can pick a team. At the start or the end? The end. Okay. Yeah, you can, you can pick your favorite team. Yes. Okay. There are two right answers. There is one right answer. I'm trying to be generous there's here. There's one right answer, there's 30 wrong answers, and there's one very, well, very wrong answer. Well, I know where you're from, so I know what you want me to choose. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to not choose it. Just oh, sweet. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Wonderful. Once the blood doesn't choose it just to spite me. Yeah. No, listen to your facts about everything. Facts. <laughs> we have to have stuff typed up for that. Yeah, that's definitely definitely going in with a script for that one. Yeah. Or at least some notes jotted down. They play with a ball and they keep score. Yes. Um, we are an hour and 12 minutes in. Would you like to move on to your next stage? Yeah, I'll try to make these shorter than my other ones since we're an hour and 12 minutes in. But um, So my fourth stage is my PlayStation 3 phase. This was just, like I said, all these phases are just as important as the other ones, but I feel like this phase was the most important because phase one had one game in my holy quartet. Yes. Phase two didn't really have one. I mean, Mappy could be like a runner-up, I guess. Yeah. Um, phase three had one, which was Mario Kart Wii. This phase has two, has the other two. Um, so, a backstory about my PlayStation 3. Uh, I got it on Christmas in 2011. I remember specifically. Um, I got it Christmas 2011, so I would have been how old at that point? 12. 12. I would have been 12. So... Uh, back in those days, it was I was in middle school, obviously, and this was the time when it was PlayStation 3 versus Xbox 360. It was, like, the big thing. Every male that went to school with me had one, at least. And every single male that had one was talking about Call of Duty. That was just the times. Yeah. Um, that was the times when Call of Duty was one of the best game franchises of all time. Now, not even close. But back then... It was everywhere. You couldn't stop it. It was just it was like just growing and growing and growing. Um, so like everybody's talking about Call of Duty and how fun it is and how much they're killing people and how fun it is, and I was like, I don't have a PlayStation or an Xbox, so I can't play Call of Duty. I could buy it on the Wii, but it's terrible, so I'm not gonna do that. Um, and I remember I begged my parents for at least a calendar year, if not two. To buy me a PlayStation or an Xbox. I just... I wanted one so bad just so I could play Call of Duty. Just so I could fit it. Not fit in, but just so I could talk to people about it. And I remember that... Like I said, Christmas of 2011, I got my PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And I got Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Which is the third game in my tra- in my holy quartet. Yes, it is. Um... So, if you don't know, Call of Duty releases every year about November. And there's this huge stigma in Call of Duty that people usually buy it right when it comes out. And they have, back in the day, not specifically anymore because of skill-based matchmaking, ruined Call of Duty, completely ruined it. 
Um, skill-based matchmaking is obviously very self-explanatory. You play people who are on your same skill level. So it makes the game not fun. Because you're like always playing against people who are just as good as you. So it's like not fun. Back in those days, they didn't have that. So there was this thing, this huge stigma called Christmas Noobs. People would buy the game when it first came out and they'd play the shit out of it for like a month. They'd get really good. And then the people who got it for Christmas would get online, have never played it. They're like really bad. Don't know the maps, don't know the guns, don't know anything. And then the people would just absolutely shit on them because they were terrible. So I was a Christmas noob for sure. And I remember that I did not want to go online because I was scared. It's very scared of being a Christmas noob. So I remember for like the first month that I had it, I played like secondary modes so I could get good at the game. Um, obviously, I'm pretty sure everybody that's listening has heard of Call of Duty before. But if you haven't heard of Call of Duty, first person shooter, you go around, kill people. That's basically it. Yeah. Um, but... It was just a very important game at the time because that was I got the PlayStation 3 in that game for Christmas. That was it. I didn't get another game for it. So that was like my only game that I played. So there's just so many memories about that game that it lands in my holy quartet because like I remembered that it was cuz I obviously like I said was in middle school at this point. So like I remember I would wake up early and you know how much I hate waking up early. Hate it. <laughs> I would wake up early to play this game before school. I'd go to school. All day I'd be thinking about coming home and playing. I'd come home. I'd get home at like 3 o'clock. Go take my shoes off, say hi to my parents, run right upstairs. Play until dinner time. About 6, so 3 hours straight. Go down, eat dinner. Go up, play until my bedtime, which was like 10. So, that's another four hours. So, I would play Call of Duty like eight hours a day. On weekends, forget about it. <laughs> like, there was literally... There was no eating, no sleeping, there it was Todd. Straight up. Like, literally, I would not eat all day, because I would just be playing. I would literally wake up at, like... I remember specifically, I would set alarms early on weekends, like early, like eight in the morning. Get up. Eight in the morning, and I would not stop till I had to pee, or I had to get something to eat. So, like, we'll just say 8 to noon, played straight. Went to the bathroom once. Noon to 4, played straight. Got something to eat. Like, I got something to eat, had dinner. That was it. I would play for, like, 20 out of 24 hours of the day. Straight up. Like, that's how much I played it. Thou hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours. And that's impressive because Call of Duty releases every single year, and there's a new one every single year. And obviously, the people gravitate towards the new one when it comes out. So, like, to have hundreds and hundreds of hours before, like, before a calendar year is over, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. I I just, I, and especially during the summer. Yeah. Oh, my God. I put so many hours into that game. But, yeah, that's definitely, definitely deserving of my, because it's just such a great game. I mean... I won't go into it that much because it's like it's Call of Duty and neither of you have any idea about Call of Duty. Like, at least you know what Mario Kart is. <laughs> it's just you drive around and throw shit at turtle shells at people. I mean, I used to play Call of Duty with my brothers. Yeah, so it's like you know what it is. 
And it's like, it's hard if you don't know the differences between Call of Duties because, like, it's kind of like Madden and NBA 2K where it's like, it's just the same game every single year. And it's just like, like a fresh coat of paint on it. That's how it looks to an outsider who doesn't play them. So it's like, I won't get into it, but like, Modern Warfare 3, very important game of my life. Wish that I could still play it to this day. The only thing that's sad about that game is that it heavily revolved around multiplayer. And it is now 11 years old. So people don't really play it anymore. So it kind of can't just get on and play like I used to be able to. So um, so that's kind of sad. But I can still get on. It's, I have it on the Xbox 360. So I can still get on and play like by myself. And like play against computers and stuff. So it's fun. <laughs> And then, this is the game that I think I'm going to spend the most time on from my Holy Quartet. Han already mentioned it. You all know yeah. it. You all love it. It's Minecraft. Yeah. Fun story about Minecraft is I was an absolute hater of that game. Hated it because just because it was popular. And I was like, it was stupid. I was like, it's stupid. You just build houses. Like, it's stupid. Like, it's dumb. And... I hate it on that game. Anybody that said they played Minecraft, I'm like, you're a loser, dude. Like, I hate that game. The game's so dumb. Never played it at the time. Like, that game's just stupid. I don't understand why you'd ever play it. And then one day, I remember... It was around Christmas time, maybe 2012 or 2013. I was still on the PlayStation. I was playing with my one friend. And he's like... We were bored out of our minds, didn't know what to do. So we're just like in a chat talking to each other. Um, just kind of scrolling through our PlayStations, find, trying to find something to do. And he goes on his the store page, and he's like, hey, do you want to play Minecraft? I was like, ooh, why would I want to play Minecraft? He's <laughs> like, because we're bored, and it's it was free at the time, like when it came out, like it was on a sale or something, like mm -hmm. just to try it for free. And I was like, whatever, I'll try it, it's free. Like, I hate this game with a burning passion, but like I might as well play it so that way at least I can actually hate it and like not just be a hater of it played it absolutely fell in love with it i mean <laughs> it is just so fucking fun i mean minecraft i mean it's like it's that's the same thing as like wii sports is like everybody has probably played it at one point or another um i i remember i played it back in the day and i still play it to this day and like i can definitely say wholeheartedly that is the game I've definitely put the most time in in my life, 100%. Um, because there's so many memories I have of Minecraft. Like, I had a whole friend group that I played PlayStation 3 with. I talk to some of them now, some of them not really, but... Um, we would just get on, make a server, play on it for like a month straight, and then, well, more like, more like a couple months straight. Play it for a couple months straight, and then we would get bored of it, and we'd make a new one and just do the same thing over and over for like two straight years. Just kept playing it. And then I still make servers with my friends to this day. I still play by myself to this day. Him and I have made servers together. Hannah played it for the very first time because of me. Yeah. She had never played Minecraft. And I'm Until like, like 2019. I'm like, dude, you gotta play Minecraft. So I gave her my Switch. I'm like, you're playing Minecraft. <laughs> And, and then I played. I wouldn't and I say liked it. I would not say she fell in love with it, but she definitely likes it. She has. She, we will play it together. We have a world or two together. I think we have three. 
Yeah. We we play sometimes. We haven't for a while, but Minecraft is one of those games where you play it for three months and you devote your entire life to it and then you don't touch it again for like a year. And then you play it again and you're like, how did I not play for so long? It's just like, it's kind of like how I said Clash of Clans earlier. It's like a cycle. That's that's the Minecraft cycle. I still watch Minecraft YouTubers to this day. Dream. Yeah. Love Dream. Love Mr. Beast. He plays Minecraft. <laughs> um, and I think that... In my opinion, Minecraft is just the greatest game of all time because there's just so much to do in Minecraft. There's mods, there's Minecraft Hunger Games. It's almost endless. It is almost. I think it basically is endless at this point. Like, there's so many mods, there's so many skins, there's so many things to do, there's so many yeah. buildings to build, there's so many just... you. you yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> impossible for anybody to fully experience Minecraft because there's just so much to do, so much to learn, so much to build, so much to do. The first time I played Minecraft, I got on and immediately died. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. Yep, I drowned. Yep. <laughs> well, that's how it usually goes. I mean, like, Minecraft is just such a learning curve, but it's like, like, I could get on a server and, like, instantly go get wood and then build a house and then get food and... All the while Hannah's running around collecting flowers, trying to catch, a, <laughs> trying to tame a dog. Yeah, yeah. I have my priorities. Yeah, so Minecraft is just fantastic. I love that game. If you don't love that game, you haven't played it. I mean, I just don't see how anybody could dislike Minecraft. Coming from a Minecraft hater, you know, I guess people could say it's boring or the graphics are bad or whatever, but. I just, I don't, I don't know. It, to me, it's the perfect game. It's not my favorite game of all time, but I will gladly die on the hill that it is the greatest game of all time. That's fair. It, it's just, it's just, there's something for everybody in Minecraft. Yeah. Like I said, like, Minecraft Hunger Games, there's, like, Bed Wars, there's, um, pix Pixel Art, there's mm -hmm. Pixel Mon, there's a Pokemon mod for Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Grab a book out. Oh, that's the question of the day. Oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll stop my tirade. Minecraft, amazing. If you have not played Minecraft, please play Minecraft. It's fun. Please, please play Minecraft. Look, look up a video on how to survive your first couple nights. <laughs> so you don't, don't so you don't drown like Katie. But just, just play Minecraft. That's the only <laughs> game that I've talked about. I've talked about like a dozen or so games. That's the only game that I recommend to literally everybody. Mm -hmm. it's just if you've never played Minecraft, please play Minecraft. It'll literally like and there's games that have come after it that are like not copycats, I would say, but like very similar, like Stardew Valley. Like I don't think without Minecraft we wouldn't have Stardew Valley. I think without Minecraft we wouldn't have Terraria. Yeah. I think without Minecraft we wouldn't have a lot of games. A lot. Like Minecraft is like a blueprint for so many games. You found another game. It, yeah, he said Terraria or whatever the heck. And it reminded me of the first game I ever played. Yes. Uh, it was a computer game. It's an actual disc. You had to put it in the computer. Um, Aquarium? Good. Do you remember that game? Yeah. No. Great. Yeah. You just raised fish, and then there was, like, monsters that came and ate your fish. Yeah, yeah. Um, complete hell. 
Sweet. I used to play all the weird, like, knockoff tycoon games online, too, like Burger Tycoon <coughs> and Fish Tycoon. Oh, another one? I think I've heard of Gobble before. Uh, and I just remember, it was an alien. And he was great. And he had to go around, and, like, I just remember he had to, like, take screws out and put them back in, and, like, it's like a maze thing. And, like, he couldn't touch certain things. It was... I found him. Did you? I, I did. found him. It is Gobble. Yeah, Gobble! Woo! Gobble! An addictive blend of action and strategy. Game Grumps played it. Fucking love Gobble. I thought you were saying I fucking love Game Grumps. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty cool. Um, well. That's it. That was the first two games I played. I love that. Yep. Um, I guess instead of doing a longer talking section on it, we can just kind of name games, maybe? Since I know we're all tired. The episode's... Almost at an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can just talk about our current games that we play a lot. Yeah. Um, Finding of Isaac. I've found that I, when I was born and raised, I was a Nintendo kid, mm -hmm. and then I went to PlayStation for a long time. And now I'm back to being a Nintendo kid. Love the Switch. It's probably my, like, third favorite game console of all time. Love the Switch. Um... But I've also come to realize that I love indie games. I yeah. really do. I love indie, indie games. Indie games are so fun. Like, I never... Um, the first indie game I ever played was The Binding of Isaac. It's still one of my favorite games of all time. Yep. Um, and, like, just to name a few of the other ones, the really big ones, Super Meat Boy. Yeah. Stardew Valley... Um, Celeste, Shovel Knight. Celeste, Shovel Knight, Hollow Knight. Um, there's just so many. So many. But, like, there's just something about indie games. Undertale. Yeah. There's just something about indie games that is just so good. Like, just knowing that it was made by just one or two people or, like, a small A very group, small yeah. team of, yeah. like, four. And it, they just have a certain magic that big games from big developers don't have. Mm -hmm. Like well, and Among Us falls in the indie category mm -hmm. too because until it blew up, like it was an indie game. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the de the development team is still only like four or five people. I'm I would say is Fall Guys an indie game? Do you think? I don't know. I don't I don't know if I classify it as one. Fall Guys is fun though. Fall Guys I is love Fall Guys. Fall Guys is great. It's been my recent obsession. Yeah, and Gungeon. Then remember yeah. Gungeon. Yeah, Gungeon. Enter the Gungeon is very fun. It's a very frustrating game, but it's very fun. Oh, that's another thing, Cuphead. That's yeah. another thing that I wanted to mention is that I have a really weird... I was going to say fetish, but that's not really... No. Weird. Oh, my God. I have a weird obsession with hard games. Yeah. Like you said, Crash Bandicoot's like mm -hmm. it makes you mad, and then you quit, and then you want to play again, yeah. and then it makes you mad. Cuphead, just like that. Yeah. Love, love Cuphead. I love it's that game. It's frustrating. But holy fuck, it makes me mad. Mm -hmm. Cuphead, Meat Boys like that. 
Shovel Knight is kind of like that. It's a little easier, but... Yeah, depends what level. Shovel Knight is like that. Um, Celeste. Celeste is definitely like that. That game is fucking hard. But yeah, like, I love really hard games that are more, I think, like, I guess trial and error. Yeah. Where it's like Celeste, I could literally spend, like, an hour on one screen just trying to beat it. And it's like... It's... It's such a mental thing because it's like, you know you can beat the screen. You know it's not that hard, but you just keep making the same mistake. Yeah. And it makes you mad that you keep making the same mistake. And then you finally don't make that same mistake and then you die right afterwards. Yeah. And then yep. you get even yep. more mad and you're like, that, and that, I just love that cycle. Like, even though it makes me mad, even though it frustrates the fuck out of me, I love that cycle of just... Like, there's no relief than when you finally get past a hard boss or a hard level or a hard anything. That's why I, that's why I got Elden Ring. It's the same thing. Yeah. I don't really play um, Elden Ring as much, though. But I do love the concept of Elden Ring and Dark mm-hmm. Souls. Like, I just love really hard games that are just trial and error and that you have to devote your time and effort to beating a certain section of the game. Um, I think I should shout out the other three... I don't know if all of them are indie games, but three other games that I had very big phases with over the last year. Super Auto Pets. That's a pretty big one. That's an indie game. That is an indie game, yeah. Uh, Super Auto Pets is a big one. It's free, so you can download it. It's It's fun. It's really cute. You should should definitely try that. Yeah. (laughs) You can get it on your laptop. It's free. It's It's like an auto battler with pets. Yeah, it's fun. Like, and they're like little... I'll show you a picture of it. But like, they all have different abilities... And, like, they all help each other out, and, like, it's um, fantastic. You should definitely try it. It is fun. Spelunky 2. I had a big Spelunky phase. That's definitely an indie game. And The Escapist. I had a very big phase with The Escapist as well. Oh, okay. Oh! Yeah, Super Auto okay. Pets is fun. Um... I, I really love all three of those games. Oh. You just have to hit. Okay. Okay. Hold on. I have to get up. Ugh. Coming at the camera. Whoop. I'm here. Ooh. I'm gone. Um, but I definitely had very big phases with all three games. If you've never tried any of them, I'm pretty sure The Escapist. It's the original one. I have not played The Escapist 2 or Survivalists or anything. Um... But I'm pretty sure the Escapists on Steam and on Switch and stuff, it's only like three or four bucks now, I think, because it's older. Um, so I definitely recommend that and Super Auto Pets because SAP is free. <laughs> I can't remember how much Spelunky 2 is, but I know it's more expensive than those two. I recommend Stacklands. I love Stacklands. Stacklands is fun. It's a newer game. I definitely recommend Stacklands. That's also not as expensive. It's like ten bucks. Five. I think it was cheaper. Yeah, I think it was five. Five bucks. Stacklands, please try it if you haven't. It's a, it's on Steam. It's it's very fun. It's very fun. It's like, it's kind of like a, it's a, you know what a roguelike is? It's, kinda, it's like a roguelike mm-hmm. card solitaire kind of thing. And it's very if, fun. If you have the money, try a Gungeon. If you have the money, please try The Binding of Isaac. Yes, that's where I was going yeah. next. So good. I love that game. <laughs> Yeah. Try it. Yes, please try Oxygen Not Included. We have to try it for the first time. Yes. I find uh, it very fun. <laughs> um, I 
Isaac is the game I have put the most hours into. In her whole life of any game, period. Um, I have over a thousand hours in Isaac. Combined on my computer, because I have it on Steam and on Switch. I have over a thousand hours combined. I I think out of all the games I've ever played, I probably put over a thousand hours into like... Maybe three or four of them. Because <laughs> like, I think back of all the times... Like I know for a fact I've put over a thousand hours into Minecraft because Minecraft is endless but like I look back at all the games and I think like I played the shit out of those I definitely put a thousand hours and then you're like uh, yeah a thousand hours is a lot of time like yeah the more you think about it yeah. so I don't truthfully know the amount of games I put a thousand hours into I know that on S- Smash Ultimate for the Switch I'm at like 250 mm-hmm. and I feel like I played the fuck out of that so maybe I haven't put a thousand hours into that many I've, One for sure, maybe like two or three more. I have put 32 hours into Spelunky 2, which I feel like I've put a lot more in, but apparently I haven't. So, Stardew, Switch, and and Steam combined, and I don't know how long I've played it on my phone. I've probably only put like an hour or two in on my phone because I don't like the controls as much, which there's only so much they can work with with mobile games. Combined, I've put at least 110 hours into Stardew. I think I've put like 150 into Stardew. I love that game. Um, Undertale, there's obviously only so much you can yeah. do. You can't really Undertale. put 1,000 hours into Undertale. Yeah, but I have played it. Thanks. A lot. Thanks. Um, Yeah, I really think the only game I've put 1,000 hours into is Isaac. Maybe if it would have kept track, maybe Alpha Sapphire, because I spent a lot of time playing Pokemon Alpha Sapphire, but and maybe Guitar Hero too. But yeah, I think the games I've probably spent a thousand hours are my big four, my holy yeah quartet. Oh, and my Sims, duh! How could I forget my Sims? I've I've probably put a thousand hours into all those games. Have you even put a hundred hours into a game? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Aquarium. (laughs) Gobble. (laughs) If I did not put a thousand hours into any of the Guitar Hero games, any of my Sims games, or Alpha Sapphire, I have to be pretty close. I 100% put at least 200 hours, and I know it's very hard to do, put 200 hours into Land Before Time (laughs) fucking Game Boy game. Good. But I did. I support that. I wish every console kept track of how you how much time you've played games. Right? It would be so nice to know. Yeah. I wish I could see how much I played Minecraft because I've played <laughs> it on PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4. I've played it on my phone. I've played it on the computer. I've played it on everything. On Switch. Yeah. Love Minecraft. Um. <sighs> That's all I really have. We're all tired. Yeah, I really don't. We're old. I'm ready for the question. Alright, question of the day from the wonderful book. If I could go on a trip right now, it would be to... Mm. See, I like, I'm going to put a lot of thought into this. <laughs> because I have a couple places I would go. I would say... I'm debating between two. I'm debating between England and South Korea. Obviously. Um, I think I would say South Korea. 
I would also say South Korea. That's fair. It was either that or Japan. Yeah. Yeah, I'm also torn between, I think, three. Mm-hmm. Maybe just two. I'm trying to think what my third would be. So I have two already locked down. Yeah. Um, same. Big same, actually. I'm just trying to think if I have a third, because I know I have two for a fact. <laughs> and I'm just trying to think if I have a third. You don't have to have three. I know, but I'm trying to... I'm just... I want to put a lot of thought into this question because it's important. <laughs> um, don't forget, Katie's phone is almost dead. I know. Um, if I, I guess I'll just do my two and maybe if I think of a third. Mm-hmm. Um, Japan, I'd love to go to Tokyo. Yes. I'd love to experience the culture of Japan. Um, I wish... I mean, they probably do have this, but I wish there was like... Like, an English side of Japan. Like, I wish you could, like, experience Japanese culture, but, like, everyone speaks English. Because, <laughs> like, it's hard. It's hard to go to a different country. Country where you don't know don't the language. Don't know the language unless, yes. you, unless you have someone to translate for you mm-hmm. or unless you learn the language before you go. Yes. So, it's like, I feel like I would love to go to Japan. I would love it. But I feel like the language barrier is just such a thing that would screw me up so much. Um... But yeah, I would love to go to Tokyo. There's so many things about Japan that I'd love to see, like mm-hmm. video games and anime and just the general vibe of Japan is just so amazing. I'd love to go to Japan, but uh-huh. obviously this should come to no, uh, this should come as no shock to anybody I in the know world. What it is. You probably know what it is too. Uh, Chernobyl. Yeah, I yep. would love to go yep. to Chernobyl. Um, obviously, if you've listened to the podcast. You know why. I love Chernobyl. Um, It's not really a great tourist place to go. I mean, there's tours. It's it's safer. It's It's a lot safer now. I don't know if it's a great place to go right now. Oh, yeah, not right now. No. (laughs) Oh, yeah. With the war in Ukraine? No, absolutely. You know what I mean by safer right now. Like, radiation wise, it's safer. I really hope that they don't, like, destroy it or, like, because I know the Russians. This is getting. Yeah, just don't go. But I was gonna say, I just hope they don't destroy it. Like I hope they, I hope they don't like tear down the buildings or like. I don't think they will. Because I know they over, they overtook it from Ukraine. The Russians have control of Chernobyl. I think they took it back though, because that was a couple months ago, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like right when the first. Yeah. So I, I know that a Russian soldier they ended up going in the red forest and someone got radiation poisoning. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And I would just, I that's one place that I really want to go before I die. And that's another place that I want to go before, like, obviously, the buildings aren't going to hold. They're going to fall at some yeah. point. The, the Ferris wheel's going to rust away. Um, everything in Chernobyl is going to fall at some point. So I, would, I need to go before all that happens because I would just love to see it in its natural state. Because there's something about Chernobyl, I mean, obviously, that amazes me. But I just love the idea of ghost towns. Mm. Of just, like, seeing... And especially Chernobyl because you can, it's like a moment in time. You can see when it was evacuated. Like, you could still go into people's houses and they're still like, I mean, obviously it's way decomposed and gone by now. But like, their bowls with their food in it, their clothes and shoes and like, there's still clocks that they obviously don't work anymore. Like, the big, huge clocks. But like, it'd just be so cool to go there and see all this stuff frozen in time. It's just really cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, 
Those two are my big two. I would def I definitely want to go to both before I die, but I would love to see Japan. Japan is just beautiful. I love everything about Japan. It, whenever we go, we have to go in spring for the cherry blossoms. Oh, yes, I love cherry blossoms. We should also make a trip to DC at one point cuz they do the cherry blossom festival down there too. Obviously, it's not the same, but it would suffice until <laughs> yeah, until we <laughs> until make going a big to Japan. Trip. Yes, yeah. and would... I've heard it's very gorgeous down there when the cherry blossom festival is going on. Yeah, I'd love to go to Tokyo. So yeah, there we go. We did a we did our question. Ooh. We did video games. We did a little bit about board games. Um, I don't have a shout out for this week. So uh, shout out, shout out to everyone that listens to us. Every yeah. single person. Shout out to you. Also, shout out to Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. Yeah. Why not? Shout out Atlanta. Hot Atlanta, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's where the Falcons play. They're kind of a poverty franchise at this point, but... Yeah, that's okay. Shout out Atlanta. Shout out... I'm going to give two. Okay. I'm going right. to give two. Shout out Atlanta and shout out... Birmingham. Great. <laughs> so random. Shout so out. random. All of them. All of okay. them? Okay. Every one. Every single Birmingham. Can, can I give one more? Sure. Um, shout out to... Shout out Wyoming. The entire state? Yeah. Whoever yeah. Sh- who in the world ever shouts out Wyoming? I feel like they're Not just kind of there. No one really. So shout out Wyoming. If you're from Wyoming... Shout out. Huge shout out. <laughs> okay, I'm done with right. shout outs. Thank you for uh, listening to this episode. Yep. Have great. Have great. Thank you, Dustin, for coming. Thank you. Uh, I feel like it was a great episode because I was here, obviously. But um, <laughs> I can't wait to be back for my next episode, whenever that'll be. For uh, it's the football in like a talk. month. Mon- month. All right. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Woo. All right. Have great. Have night. Have day. Have day. Have evening. Woo.